0: The Off Day Podcast. Give me chest ball. Boom. <laughs> with Andy Hart. That's a really interesting point. Andy. This yeah, microphone week. put up a little less fight than the one last night. <laughs> no, I think I said that, Andy. And Ryan Hannibal.
1: Well, what's your name again? <laughs> Hannibal. <bro>. Hannibal. Hannibal. <laughs>
0: Mr. Dot Comer on weei.
1: Combine episode of the Off Day Podcast. We're in one of Are the NFL because we're in one of the NFL Combine hotels. We're just preventing noise in the background. It's, it's a so very happens. nice room. It's a nice bar over there. How are you enjoying the combine so far? Uh,
0: day one, overwhelmed. Day better. two, a little, a little better,
1: calmer. And I enjoyed it.
0: Yes, day one with all the coaches, quarterbacks, wide receivers. tight It was a poop show, as they say in the business. And uh, I was as overwhelmed as I have ever been at any event I've ever covered.
1: Well, you know what? You get what you get. And you don't get upset, just like applesauce in preschool. Well, no, the stuff that you don't get, you play catch up the next day.
0: Right. No, I, it was fine. It was just f- there were a lot of like, for example, when they made the transition, our schedule is 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock for players in various um, sessions. And then they went to podiums for coaches and GMs and there
1: were eight coaches at or 11 GMs o'clock immediately. And big names for the Patriots. Right. Joe Judge, Judge Brian Flores. Flores, John Robinson, all the same. Time. So it was a little overwhelming. But we moved around. and I think we got everything covered. Uh, Yeah, we did our best. I'm not sure if our best was good enough, but whatever. It is what it is. I guess we'll get into the main topic or the combine stuff a little bit for later. Let me
0: guess. You're going to say something about Tom Brady.
1: Yes, because he was. Wasn't he like a broken record? Wasn't he the biggest topic of the day? Uh, Wednesday? Um, Tuesday? Yes. No, Wednesday. Yeah, Tuesday.
0: Tuesday. Today's Wednesday. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Tuesday, yes, lots of general managers and head coaches were asked about him. Lots of receivers sort of, sort and quarterbacks of inter- were asked
1: Indirectly, like, play, like media asked these GMs. Yeah, they, some
0: of them answered very directly.
1: Bruce Arians had no problem doing it.
0: Bruce Arians, John Elway, and then there were others who avoided it because the question sort of avoided Our uh, friend Phil Perry from NBC Sports Boston asked Joe Judge, for example, and he said... If your best approach was to have Daniel Jones sit back and learn for a couple of years, would you do that? Which was obviously a Brady question. How how would you have Jones and Brady? And he then answered with an answer that could have been interpreted as... I don't care how old you are or young you are, we're going to play the best player. Could be, yeah, we'd be interested in Could be in interpreted right? yeah, I
1: would take a 42 year old over a second right. year player.
0: So it's, it's not surprising. I mean, there was a report before we even got here that the Patriots and Don Yee were going to have some sort of dialogue here dialogue or discussions, contact, something. Um, certainly, a lot of people are talking about it. Our, our buddy of the podcast, Mike Giardi, you know, has been talking to various execs. And still continues to list the Giants, as we just talked about, as one of the potential landing spots. Do you buy that? I buy it more than I used to buy it. Okay. Initially, I thought it was one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. Uh, Now I buy it a little bit more. Now I think there's an awful lot of smoke there from a lot of different people coming up a lot of chimneys.
1: Okay. Has your
0: overall opinion on Brady changed? No, I still think he's going to chicken out in the end. I think that was the greatest thing I've ever said in a, on however many episodes of this podcast we've done.
1: The best is when you said it the first time. I
0: regretted the word I used. <laughs> Using the word with a P ending in an Ussie. Um, Wasn't the greatest It was move? not the best word I could have used, but... But um, we were, we were at <laughs> a brewery and... I dare say it was accurate. <laughs> I dare say it was spot on. Um, yeah, I still think they want to move on from him and what's he your, wants to move on from What's
1: him. your percentage?
0: That he moves on? Yes. Uh... Forty-nine percent. Okay. I think he wants to, but it's that one percent fear of going all in. Here's my chips. They're on the table. I'm going to Vegas. I'm going to whatever. Uh, so, no, I think it's going to be close in his mind. I still leave open, as I did in my column that I wrote on our website, for Giselle to somehow sway it toward, we're out. She no, would, pushing she you She would out. sway we're out. Yeah. Here, put my pants on, and we're leaving. <laughs> that kind of thing. So, uh, but I still... In the end, I think he chickens out and maybe accepts an offer. But, if they put something on the table that they're like, he'll never accept it. But,
1: but for Brady to chicken out would mean that the Patriots would have to make an offer. There is a scenario where they don't make an offer do at all. Do you think
0: there's any way they can do that? Yeah. So And then Brady goes to his next place and says, they never even offered me a contract. What's, can Robert Kraft face Patriot Nation no, if Patriot Nation knows you never even offered him a contract? He could say,
1: I let Bill make the call, and
0: Bill didn't do it. I'm not sure Bill can face that. It's fine if Bill says, listen, you're forty three. But then does but then
1: doesn't year. it look bad if Bill were to offer one year and ten million dollars?
0: Ten's a little low, but, but but not as bad as nothing, saying, Get out, we don't want you, we're not see, offering I think you anything. I think Oh that, I don't th- oh what is it? We don't want to disrespect you, so basically. we're not gonna offer
1: you I think that's a bold, bold statement. I yeah, I think that would be weird. It's- it's sort of almost like those uh, incentives that he had a couple of years ago. Those were kind of like insulting to throw in there because he w- had no chance of reaching oh, them. make no mistake. I think Tom Brady's been insulted for like three years. Yeah. I
0: think he's been pissy and insulted and thinks he has a, a higher value of himself. Now, what that is, I don't like his value may not be crazy. If any of these reports are right, Joel Corey's projection of three years are $100 million, I, I or think even, that was off. Okay. But let's just say two years and $60 million. Then I don't think Brady's crazy. If he's 30-plus million a year for a couple years, I do not think Brady is crazy. Okay. Now, if that's not out there and that's what he thinks he is and then the Patriots were at a more realistic
1: point, okay.
0: But we'll see how that plays out.
1: I don't know. Do you th- buy the th- – if, if Brady cares most about winning, which we think he does, Yes. where is his best chance? Uh
0: <sighs> Dallas? Although Mike McCarthy pretty much said said Dak's coming back. He's their franchise quarterback.
1: I guess let's go through like the teams that are still in the Brady mix seem to be the Chargers. Now we should say these are all like he say he
0: wants his plan from the Patriots, I need assurances, you're gonna surround me with talent, all that crap. Well, other places have the opportunity to either get better or screw up. Correct. Just because you have good draft picks and $100 million, you could blow the draft picks and blow the money. Right. You can sign the wrong guys. Right. You can draft the wrong guys. You could guys. do Bill Belichick from 2019. Right. Yeah, I'm going to go take a first-round wide receiver. Yeah, I'm yeah, going to go I'm get a free go, agent receiver. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. get
1: AB. Right. And it could all go. Right. Like freaking expector jad- wouldn't for him? Wouldn't he trust the Patriots more?
0: Uh, I don't know. That's a fair question. From a track record. Look, like I, I compared it in one of the columns I wrote last week to a marriage and love interest and like they've been married for 20 years and then the husband says, I need you to prove to me, my honey, that you're not going to cheat on me. If you already need that assurance, then it's over. Right. You would go trust another woman eventually, right? You left your wife, you got divorced, but eventually you're going to trust another woman to be your girlfriend, be your new wife, whatever. That's the same scenario. Would Tom Brady trust someone who hasn't burnt him? If he feels like he's been burnt by Bill Belichick or hung out to dry then maybe the grass is greener, right?
1: Right. That's right. just the theory. To pull you more stuff to come on Brady, obviously. Cause,
0: Unfortunately. Because we can't go. I feel like uh, we've been talking
1: about it forever. It's kind of in the same thing, It's just talking in circles. But we're good at it. We are. <laughs> um, or I am, anyway. <laughs> what are your... Just listen to me. We'll do a, a, a more in-depth breakdown of the Combine uh, Friday. At the conclusion. Yes. But overall thoughts from your first couple days, what have you taken away well, from?
0: Some of it is what we already knew. Wide receiver class is Very phenomenal. Good. You know, Mayock Historic. put the number. It's basically twice as good or twice as big or twice as talented as any other average class. Yes. He had usually there's 13 first and second round receivers, I think he said, in an average draft class. He believes it's double that. It's in the, the mid-20s. Right. This, probably, this is probably going to be double
1: digits in the first round alone. Right.
0: So, you know, you tie that into the Patriots and do they need one? Did they take one? And did a year you too go early. back to back yeah. wide receivers. Is that the you know, right there's move? even an ASU kid who's following. He took over for Nikhil Harry. Harry, and now he's a high prospect. And he compares himself to oh, I mean, Odell, and all these different things. Right. There's different kinds of receivers: super fast, bigger, smaller, yep. slot, bullies, everything you want in the receiving position. So
1: that's come to fruition. That's clear.
0: We also know there's no tight ends. Awful. Not a very good tight end class. That. I've kind of fallen in love with Troutman, the kid out of Dayton who was the Senior Bowl riser. Yeah, you riser. and other people. Why do you make that face when you say it?
1: Well, what has he done to, to stand out to you?
0: He was good at Dayton. He was good at the Senior Bowl. I liked his look. He looks the part. I don't know. What else do I have to go on? But, like, would you use a first-round pick on him? Hell no. Maybe a second. They don't have one. <laughs> I know, but they could get one. You can make a trade. Maybe a trade a player. I, it's true. Trade a player or trade down from 23 I was, I was and acquire say, a second? You
1: trade down from 23 But to... if, you, if there was going to be a
0: tight end, he'd be the one I'd go after. Right. Um, now, we obviously had the reports of Hayden Hurst, and if they go down that way... See, I don't buy those at all. Okay, you don't buy those. We'll move on from that. Want, we
1: went over that this morning. Do I you know. You think it's some
0: local buddy reporter of his trying to fluff something up. He was. <laughs> okay. It happens in the business. Right. So, but I don't, well, should, I
1: don't think we should take it seriously. Okay, we won't take it seriously.
0: Randy Moss's podcasts aren't all serious. Sometimes you just BS about stuff. It's kind of fun. Sports radio. Randy Moss's son. Uh, Thaddeus. Yep. Um, You're not in big on him? I like his attitude. Ironic that he wants to be known as a blocker and much rather block than catch and all the, the comments he said. Right, exactly. He's, although he does have a little bit of the point to the moss name with the thumb after you score kind of thing kind of think he would i know but he pretended like i I let the receivers dance after they score and all yeah you like to too you get a little pizzazz to (laughs) you um but no i think he's a fine
1: mid-round guy but you don't bring him in and say
0: well tight ends fine well that's
1: the thing that i think people don't understand they're so bad at tight end they need multiple pieces right and the the Draft guy is probably not going to be a guy you can rely on. Nope. He has to be the two or right. the three. Or and like, the free agency is not great either. You have no. Hooper and um, Hunter Henry.
0: Right, and They're who prob- knows what happens with franchise tag with Henry?
1: And if Hooper is a free agent, who knows what kind of money he's going to get? Right. Just because there's not many because free there's agents, limited out there. opportunities.
0: Right. Maybe you get creative. Maybe there's another trade option out there beyond mm-hmm. Hurst, who you don't want to talk about. Apparently, is OJ Howard thing. could
1: be an option. Yeah, why I don't know. Because Tampa Bay, he hasn't succeeded in Bruce Arians' offense, and right.
0: But I don't know if they he already would have give up. Like there's all these options. It's like you know the the Vikings and Spielman um, shot down the digs trade rumors, rumors that social media. Away. Yeah, you know, like these teams want to be good too. They want to have offensive weapons for their quarterbacks to the you know to right. put up points and to compete. So I don't sometimes it doesn't always you want a guy, but do they want to give up a guy? Are you going to overpay for the guy? The Patriots are usually buy low, sell high kind of team. Right. Can you do that? So there's a lot of considerations there. But just getting back to the draft class, um, I actually like the running back class a little bit. Not like I don't know if there's any Saquon Barkley Hall of Fame talents. Right. There's, there's some talented guys. And I do this think, every year. I talk myself into it. Oh, there's a little guy that's really good. And
1: but from a Patriots perspective, doesn't it make zero sense? It they really. They did Sony yeah. Michelle two years ago, and then yeah. Damon Harris last yeah, year. Yeah, I don't
0: think that's a target point. If you're going to offensively, it's quarterbacks. Jacob Eason. Um, I kind of like the, the idea, huh?
1: Getting in the quarterbacks. What do you, who I are like? Guys? Jacob
0: Eason, except he seems like he's kind of a douche. It's funny because he compared himself or said he liked to uh, follow. Favre and Peyton Manning and I think he's a legitimate combination of the two like Cannon, not a good Gunslinger well, maybe air is. of douchiness to him but maybe he can make it work for him like Drew Bledsoe had a little air of douchiness to him like, they, that comes with that position sometimes like, sure. you have to be arrogant and a, sort of above it all in some ways um, I, so he would be the one that if there was going to be a consideration of that next tier you're not getting up high you're not, You're not getting Burrow getting to or a, Tua or Herbert, Herbert. So eliminate those guys. So it's like love.
1: But even that would be a first-round pick right. probably. And I don't Eason, even think that's worth
0: it. I don't really – I don't love love, um, uh, as Paul said. Paul Perillo, our friend from Patriots.com, more like like at this point. Are we going to thank him now or later in this podcast? For what? Our nice dinner. Oh, he's taking care of us. Very. I thank him. I thank Robert Kraft. I thank Fred (laughs) Kirsch. My whole former Patriots family have been quite nice to me.
1: Yeah, what about the producer of this podcast?
0: Mackenzie. The one that saved my ass. I don't know how to say say. her last name. Canoop. (laughs) Noop, there it is. Um... You see, you totally derailed me. I was rolling, <laughs> real, railing about the quarterbacks. I'm done with the quarterbacks. Running backs. Okay, they're fine. You already talked offensive about them. line. What would you think of them?
1: I thought the interior linemen had some good guys. I think there's I think, some intriguing. You, you could find. Possibilities. You could find some some interior linemen in this draft. Or
0: even, you know, we talked about it when I was writing. Like, you could draft a right tackle, a cannon replacement idea, or it could be a guy you think maybe even could play left, and we figure out exactly where
1: the pieces fall. Well, because even Lynn like moves in. Like, who's their swing tackle next year? Ooh, hey. marshall newhouse you could probably upgrade there you, you still you still have uh Yandy too is
0: in the picture yeah, see i think those are the two wild cards as we talk about draft prospects is cajuced and froholt like what if their, you love them then, then you don't not, need to draft
1: really not really it's not a priority anymore. right
0: that low, if, maybe you sign karis resign sign right. or another veteran you have froholt competing because i do think i mean we all agree tooney's gone right no question okay so tooney's gone um, but uh, yeah, I think those two are wild cards in terms of the need. And that will determine what happens. Whether you need to draft. But the reality is, they don't have many good picks. Nope. They, they have give. a first, they have a third, and then they have four through seven <laughs> boat loads. which those guys are what? Jags? Those are. More often than not, those guys are not turning. No, it's a total. It's a gamble. Right. Especially, I mean, they've had their hits, you know, the but Joe Toonies but and Dan had Copen's their Misses. And, yeah, right. Um, so if you're looking for immediate impact, there's plenty of questions about where their opportunities lie. But we should say that's what we've seen so far.
1: Defense hasn't gone yet. We'll recap right. that
0: later on. Recap that later in the week. But I do like the receiver class like everybody else. You can find everything there. Cocky Couple, guys. Humble um, guys. Uh, I, let me get, can I talk about Taylor for a minute? Sure. Jonathan Taylor. Sure. Um, oh, one of the more impressive prospects that's ever come tell through. Tell people
1: who he is, first of all. I don't think people running
0: know. Running back out of Wisconsin. Freaking 2,000-yard running back. Sorry. Okay, a 2,000-yard running back. I'll... Say that for you, uh, smart guy. You know, reading up on him, I didn't really know this. Coming out of New Jersey, there was some consideration of going Ivy League, going to Harvard, and then he claims he found out, which I still haven't checked this. Fact um, check this. Yeah, that Wisconsin was a top twenty academic school, and he was like, "Whoa, I can go to Wisconsin and play football in Big 10 I'm not totally so surprised by that. Um, I need to research it. Who, who's doing these rankings? <laughs> the AD at Wisconsin, who's <laughs> doing his recruiting? Um, but he is a star type player. It seems genuinely excited to be at the combine, not like, nice. oh, yeah, I'm at the this combine. That's what process. I do. No, 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 I'm excited. He grabbed his little name tag thing and he like kissed it and held it up for the camera, like smiling everywhere, hugging people, praising all the other running
1: backs in the class and their strengths and how good they are. He's not on one of those guys that says, I'm the best running back in this draft class.
0: Not really. No. All the receivers say that um, a my quarterbacks. My, too. my favorite was um, Jefferson, the LSU Jefferson, Sean uh, Jefferson's son. Uh, no, that's Van Jefferson. Oh, sorry. From Florida. I Keep think. him. Keep them straight. Aaron can't get them um, together either. The uh, Justin Jefferson... Right, Justin Jefferson from LSU. He said, uh, "I'm the best receiver in this class, on and off the field." Oh, so he declared himself a better person than all the other receivers too. Which I thought was, "Hey, I like his confidence. You, you got to have confidence at receiver." How does he know that? He, he doesn't. <laughs> quarterback, you got to believe in yourself, though, right? I say it to you all the time. You got to believe in yourself. You got to promote yourself. No one else is going to promote you if you don't promote
1: yourself. Shane Patterson tried to promote himself. Didn't do a good job. Yeah, I don't think his heart was. He in. said I think he's resigned to I'm, his reality. I am the best quarterback in this class. Yeah, he. Um, I think. He was trying to sell
0: himself as well as the room. Um, didn't do a good job. My other favorite prospect is... I know where you're going. Isaiah but... Wilson, offensive lineman out of Georgia, who had the largest arms I've seen in quite some time. They're bigger than my thighs. And he, if he fails as an NFL player, has a WWE future in front of him, deep voice when you listen on your recorder, sounds like you slowed the, the, the audio down. It's, and he's massive, right tackle type, uh, very confident, very... Um, Embraced, sort of, he came out a little early. People didn't think he was going to come out. and He came out this year, so there's the a little draft question we're there. talking about. Yes. I don't know his <laughs> sexual orientation, and I don't think it's appropriate for was, discussion in
1: this podcast. I was talking about coming out for his availability today. Oh.
0: Oh, I took that in a different direction then completely. Yes, Listeners did, too. I'm sure they think like me. Um, but, no, he was my favorite prospect just because he's a massive dude. Um, also had a little um, pizzazz to everything he said, phrasing. You know, I've, I've played in multiple systems at Georgia, so the, uh, the playbook won't destroy my mind when I try to learn it in the NFL. I was like, who says destroy my mind? But I liked him. Uh, I liked a lot of the offensive linemen. I liked the guards in center class, uh, Hennessy, Harris. Um, there was a few of them that I really uh, – Cushionberry out of LSU, yep. uh, I think they will draft an offense interior offensive lineman in the middle of the draft. A third okay. or a fourth round, or one of those fake thirds that are fours, comp- compensatory. Dante Skarnecchi is here working them out. Um, uh, you'll get an offensive Before
1: line. we wrap this up, you have to go on your rant that you've been promising me for a while. On...
0: Remind me? Jeez. Oh, okay, yeah. So <laughs> I send out a stupid tweet about somebody meeting with the Patriots or somebody, and it, And I'm not the only one. Everybody does it. You've got to play just, the game. Effing blows up on Twitter. Oh, my God, I talked to this guy. Why do you think they're here? <laughs> There's 330 prospects here. Why would you not talk to everybody? Because when they say they talked to them, doesn't mean they had their formal interview, because most of the time when we talk to them, their formals haven't started yet. Their Correct. formals are later in and the week. And a lot of times when, when
1: teams have formal interviews with players, they tell the players, don't say you had a formal interview. Right, and they only have 45 of those.
0: There's yes. a boatload of informals, of scouts, just everybody bumping into guys. Everybody talks to everybody. Why would you not? you're correct like what are we doing here you'd rather and know yet, patriots fans eat it up our friend mark daniels from the providence journal had some number where it's like two of the 150 guys the patriots have talked to or something at the was combine, it at the combine i don't know exactly but it just goes to show that just because they talk to the patriots means nothing and actually if you look at it some people think if they are open with the media about talking with the patriots that's going to hurt bad their thing. chances like solomon uh solomon kindly kindly from georgia was like oh yeah i talked to scar he loved me he loves that i'm a mauler cross him off the list then although it's weird because scar doesn't actually work for the team anymore so that's a well, kind of topic does. Well, i guess he does He's here on their dime so aren't yeah. we though for dinner <laughs> uh so no that that yeah.
1: but anything i miss but, well the with cba your, but, we're not talking about the cba because no, it hasn't been finalized yet
0: right and i don't. it's too i don't really understand I don't think but, our listeners... other than Schefter, carrying the water for the league you see that blow up in his face? They did, actually. And he issued, tweeted out they're going to re- get 48 to 48 to percent 48.5%, higher percentage than any other sport. And everybody's like, uh, hockey and basketball are 50 50. think he issued a baseball. correction
1: with like a screenshot of like a typed out thing. So he was.
0: He threw the league under the bus. So he admitted he's just. Yeah, actually, he did. So
1: he admitted he's just
0: puppeting they you know, say. He's their puppet and he's just giving the information that they give him what charlie weiss walking by charlie weiss has been in the lobby of the hotel we've seen uh downstairs in the front of the panera with uh having a coffee was drew Rosenhaus and kevin colbert running the steelers maybe ab's going back to pittsburgh i doubt it they said on the record that he wasn't but who knows talking about something over
1: a nice coffee at starbucks maybe, maybe they're a, talking about a soup salad and a
0: soup trades who knows could be lots
1: of stuff did you everybody's en- here at indy do you enjoy your what did you tell me last night your 17th straight
0: combine It's like 17 or 18. I don't know the exact. I don't know if I came in 02 or 03, but yeah. 17 or 18. It's the first one with me. Yeah, unfortunately. got to share a room. Sharing a room, slumming it. (laughs) This freaking guy. You got the couch, though. My wife said,
1: what'd you guys do, rock, paper, scissors? I said, no, I took the bed. (laughs) I don't even think it was even a question. (laughs) No, I just walked straight towards the bed and said, are you going to be okay over there? (laughs) To be fair, it's it's not like a typical. It's a suite. There's a lot of space.
0: And it's a handicapped suite. Shower's massive. We have a seat in the shower. The whole Double best. head. Got everything we want. Walking distance. Walking distance. You did a fine job, other than booking other than a terrible the- <laughs> flight. Could have been at the Weber Grill in the basement of this hotel
1: having dinner on Monday night. And instead you had a Dunkin' Donuts bagel. Yeah.
0: Can I get a plain bagel with butter toasted? Huh, it's really going to hold me over. I'd much rather have that than meatloaf and ribs and wings and six beers. Sorry. Thanks, Ryan.
1: All right, we'll, we'll wrap this Back up. Back on
0: Friday, we'll wrap this whole damn combine up. Maybe the CBA will be done by then so that we can advance the with theories breath. about contracts. Uh, some of the players very angry. Yes. Very angry to the point where you were telling me a story about some players were yelling on the street in Indy about yep. not wanting votes. I know um, one of the pounces I don't know, they're twins, so it's interchangeable. Like a, uh, Put Instagram out a video live, like, yeah. bleep no, you're not getting a yes vote on this. So it's become contentious, and it... It was seventeen, fourteen, and one. It was closer than I expected. Yeah. Uh, so there's, and I agree with the players that are voting no. They're trying to rush this through for a reason. Totally. They're trying to strong arm you into getting what they want, and you breaking because you always break. And they're doing that on a ten-year deal. Correct. It's not like a one-year deal where okay, we'll let's fix rush it this. next we'll year. Fig- no, it's 10 years,
1: right. so don't be stupid. If I were advising them, I'd say, well, and a I lot would of, vote no out of just well, principle. A lot You're of not these guys are, that are voting on it aren't even going to come close to seeing the end of the deal.
0: Right. No, I would vote no on this just out of principle. Don't rush me into it. Like I, I made the comparison I always do to the car dealership. Like When they try to force you, no, I need your answer right now. Okay, if it's right now, then the answer is no. no. I'm walking right, out. Right. There's other cars in this world. I'm not going to let you bully me, you dink.
1: All right. Uh, I apologize for uh, misplacing our, uh, our usual our equipment.
0: Yeah, we have no guarantee you'll ever hear this podcast. We're trusting others to get it to your ears. I have faith. Others may be making faces right now in the background, but I have faith. More
1: faith than what we have than what we have at our own place.
0: Yes. Much more faith. Yes. Much more faith.
1: Okay. Talk to you Friday.
0: Peace out.